0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day that you're in. I appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time, as always, whether it's dishes or laundry or vacuuming or driving to or from work or getting ready for work or whatever else it is that you have going on. I'm glad that you're here. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, who help it grow, I'm very grateful and humbled by that. I'll try and use your time wisely. For those of y'all that have joined over on Patreon and are financially supporting the podcast through one of the three tiers, I'm, Grateful for that as well, so thank you. Lord, thank you for the time to record this podcast today. For the people that listen to it. Be with them and their families. Forgive us our sins individually and as a nation. Help us to turn to you for guidance. And guide our steps. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We hear a lot today about rights. Oh, these are my rights. I got to have my rights. You can't disrespect me or this or that, etc., etc. We don't hear very much about the responsibilities that come along with being a citizen and even more for those of us who were blessed just simply by the grace of God of being born in arguably the greatest nation that's ever existed on the face of the planet. We take it for granted. We treat it as inconsequential. or irrelevant. Those aren't really the words that I'm looking for, but I can't put my finger quite on the word. The bottom line is we are often lukewarm toward it. You at least see from those citizens in America, which there are quite a few on the left who despise our country. You see passion from them. You see intensity. You see <laughs> open hatred. But at least they show that. I often thought that. I, I've mentioned that once or twice on the podcast. This is not a very well-received opinion often, except in the circles of people who understand it, which is a pretty small group. But that was one thing that I always admired about the Muslim terrorists overseas. They were acting in accordance with evil. It was horrible. It was bad. But they were willing to put their life on the line, to put their finances, to put their, even their families at times, their well being and livelihood on the line. And we do not seem to be willing to do that anymore today for this greatest nation on the face of the planet. There are some, obviously, who do. The examples that often come to mind are the... those who serve in the military, your police, your firefighters, often, not always. The families that are willing to stand by them, willing to give them up if need be for the country. That was one thing I'm getting kind of off track here, but it's really important to say people often ask about my wife and I, and I'll say, well, we were in the Marine Corps here, such and such time. And they go, Oh, y'all were both in. And I said, no, I was, but every time I left, she was responsible for everything. Every time she hadn't heard from me, in a few days, she had to carry that burden on her own about whether I was coming back or not. Every time anything happened, she just had to deal with it. And a lot of people roll their eyes at that, and that's okay. It's not really, but I mean, that's to be expected. But we don't appreciate those sacrifices of wives, most of all, but mothers and sisters and daughters as well to give up those people to to share to help shoulder that burden and and we've done that across the board right that's why we have such problems with the two-income families that we've talked about recently and the fact that we've taken the mother out of the home Right. And, and there's no possible way if you have even a shred of, of integrity to argue the fact that taking the mother out of the home has been detrimental. For the nation, because it's been detrimental for the family. We didn't appreciate that, just like we don't seem to be appreciating. America, you look at the last line in the Declaration of Independence. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other. Our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, our founders put everything on the line. We're willing to do that. And they knew, they knew the cost. There's a great quote from John Adams about that before, as soon as the declaration was passed, he he wrote his wife and said, I know how much this is going to cost. I know the price that's going to have to be paid and how horrible it is and, and we may not live through it or we may live through it as a shadow of our former selves, but I think it's worth the chance, is worth the, the cost. JFK gave a speech, his inaugural address in 1961 that hit on this subject. The world is very different now, for man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of human life. And yet the same revolutionary beliefs which our forebears fought are still at issue around the globe. The belief that the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. You know, you hear that a lot today, folks, about God-given rights. Even on the left, but particularly on the right, you hear this comment, and it's absolutely true. It goes back to our declaration, and we support that with an immense amount of other evidence on this podcast. But if we're going to say that our rights come from God, we have a responsibility to acknowledge God's providence and his blessings and his sovereignty. You don't get to say, oh, our rights come from God and then ignore God and kick him out of schools and kick him out of institutions and kick him out of our public life and kick him out of our private lives and our marriages. It doesn't work that way. And that's exactly what we've tried to do. And then we can't figure out why we're still stumbling around. If our rights come from God, you go back to a couple quotes, I think one was from Blackstone that our founders used so much, and there's there's another one or two though but but if our rights come from God, then we have a responsibility to obey him, honor him, serve him above all others. One of the lines was, "Not to let any human laws be suffered to contradict the laws of God. and as always folks this this is no other the only God, the one true God, God, the Father of Jesus Christ, the Son. And the Holy Spirit. And if we don't do that, then we should not be shocked at all at the state of affairs in our marriages, our families, our communities, our schools, our states, and our nation, and our military. Going back to the speech, we dare not forget today that we are the heirs of that first revolution. We have forgotten that, by the way. Let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike, that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans, born in this century, tempered by war, disciplined by a hard and bitter peace. Proud of our ancient heritage and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed. And to which we are committed today at home and around the world. Let every nation know whether it wishes us well or ill. That we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe. To assure the survival and the success of liberty. You know. We talk about liberty and freedom a lot in this country. And yet again, we refuse and have for decades to openly acknowledge where liberty comes from. This is a Christian nation based on the principles of the Bible. We've quoted that frequently, repetitively. We'll continue to do so. You can go back to FDR, Truman, Right? In fact, if I can find it real quickly, we will read a couple of those because it's important, folks. I haven't talked about this in a while, but in the Marine Corps, one of the things that they did, and, and a lot of y'all are familiar with this for different, different activities in your own life, was muscle memory. If you did something often enough, then your muscles just kind of kicked in even when you were scared or sleep deprived or ravenously hungry and your brain just kind of forced your body to do the right movements. And so if we have these words, these truths engraved in our hearts, then we know them. And if we don't, then that's when problems, right? So here's, I think Truman's, we'll just read one today, but, The fundamental basis of this nation's laws was given to Moses on the Mount. The fundamental basis of our Bill of Rights comes from the teachings we get from Exodus and St. Matthew from Isaiah and St. Paul. If we don't have a proper fundamental moral background, we will finally end up with a totalitarian government, which does not believe in rights for anybody except the state. And so you see that this country openly is based on the bible again and again and we have to have that so the bible says liberty right we talk about liberty and freedom well where does it come from now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty from second corinthians so we get told where liberty comes from where freedom comes from what the source of that is and then it's up to us as to whether we acknowledge that or not and if we don't there's consequences In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. You hear in a number of speeches, this talk of being a light to the world. Jesus Christ is the light to the world. You hear that in the New Testament. We, we can't be a light to the rest of the world if we're stumbling around in darkness and we can't have that light if we don't turn back to our founding principles based, founded, anchored in the Bible and the teachings of Christ. It's, it's just impossible. And so if we're gonna show others the way, we've got to hold on to God and Jesus Christ and those principles taught there, individually and as a nation. And so my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Finally, with a good conscience, our only sure reward. With history, the final judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love asking his blessing and his help but knowing that here on earth god's work must truly be our own and so we we talk about all these rights responsibilities well we talk about the right or the rights. We, we don't talk about the responsibilities. You can't have one with it, the other. That's that's part of the problem in the church today across the nation as we talk a lot about God's mercy. God's grace. God's forgiveness. But we ignore. That he's just. Like Thomas Jefferson said. Because if. If God's not just, if there are not consequences for ignoring His laws, then there's no need for mercy or justice, and that's where we get to. If, if we go to church each week, or we look around and we say, "Well, you know," so grateful for God's mercy. Well, what about sin? No, we, there's, we don't talk about that. We don't want to. We don't want to bring sin up. We're just going to focus on mercy, or we'll kind of say sin in passing. It's like saying our rights come from God, but oh but no, we're not gonna talk about God. Don't tell me what I need to do, what God says to do. I just want you to you know, my rights come from Him, not from the state. That's one of those great arguments about people that, especially on a right, talk about, well, you know, we're our our rights don't come from the state. And then you just the voice kind of trickles off into the distance. Well, where do they come from? They come from God. So we have a responsibility to follow God. No. No, no, freedom of religion, <laughs> which by the way, again, freedom of religion, the ability to choose whether to follow God or not, what God, pretend God, or the real God you want to follow, that has absolutely nothing to do with us as a nation following the principles of God. Those two are completely separate, and we've, we've allowed this to get twisted today to where they're they're the same and they're not. Individual citizens absolutely have freedom of religion. This nation is absolutely a Christian nation and can only function with the teachings of God at the core of our laws, institutions, and government. Both of those two are true. So we'll come back. We've got a few more quotes. Try to maybe tomorrow. But think about that. When you hear others or when you start to think about well these are my rights and not just as a citizen of america maybe but perhaps in your marriage in your relationship with those around you okay you do right you have some rights but what responsibilities do you have as a father as a mother more than both of those actually as a husband as a wife as a child as a parent right as a grandchild as a grandparent What responsibilities do we have today? Thank y'all again for giving me a little bit of your time. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.